0: If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course, you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half, it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with MyBookie. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Well, guys, it's a new season and we got a new sponsor here on the show. So first of all, let me just ask. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? You want to increase your performance, get that extra confidence back in bed? Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue. Like the color. Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night. Full stomach, empty stomach. Since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function, more confidence when it counts, Bluetooth is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Bluetooth helps you follow through. Bluetooth is prescribed online, stripped straight to your door in a discreet package, no doctor's visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, none of that awkwardness, it's made in the USA, since Chew prepares and ships directly, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, I got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. get your first shipment free when you use our promo code armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, chew.com. promo code armchair. Try it for, for free. It's the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring our podcast. All right, let's go on to the show.
1: Welcome
0: to Landsharks After Dark. We a- Weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is old Miss Athletics. I thought about changing it up there for a second, John. Um, another week in the books. Basically, every time we do this on a Monday... Before, I feel like before the show, we just kind of say to each other, you know, another Monday down. Just got to put it behind you and move on. That's it's, kind of how it is with uh, some of these Ole Miss football Saturdays this weekend. Uh, these, these, this this year, I should say. Uh, played Missouri this past Saturday. It's, it's really shaping up, and obviously I want to hear from you, John. But before I do, I just, my little monologue here. It's really shaping up in a way that I feel like I mentioned last week. Basically... Jacob Threadgill, friend of the show, told me he thought this was going to happen in, you know, whatever the exact record is. But basically, lose a ton of games and somehow the fan base still, you know, finds reasons to think things are better than last year. Because in a lot of ways, they are. Um, but it's just kind of, the team is better, but the win-loss column, they're sitting at three and four. I mean, I don't know. All that to say, how you doing this week, man? What's up? I'm good. I think we both have uh, Game Three of the NLCS on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just uh, just saw a walk here in the first inning. The Nats commanding two zero lead in the series. Couldn't happen to a better uh, team than the Cardinals.
1: Oh, God bless the fan, the Cardinal fan base. I don't know how
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, we kind of
1: we, we we plow through this every week, but we do give uh, financially sound advice. Lock- yeah. Land locks of the week are eleven two and one. That's right.
0: That's what that's what betting on heavy favorites will do for you. I mean, it's
1: all about discipline. In mm-hmm. case anybody wants to make this more complicated, is it's all about discipline. That's what we do.
0: That's right. So. We're, we're two very disciplined individuals, and you know, just a very disciplined show. No doubt about that. Um. Yeah. yeah I mean. So do so
1: you want to jump into the game? Or you,
0: yeah, just to set it up a little bit. I mean, we were uh, Saturday. First game of the ALCS here in Houston, so that was how, going on at the same time as the Ole Miss-Missouri game. Wanted to watch both. We went down the street to a, to a sports bar, kind of outdoor setup, and it was actually a little bit cold in Houston for the first time, starting on Friday and Saturday night as well, so it was kind of not a great not a great spot to be in. I mean, they had some heaters and stuff there, but it was really crowded with Astros game on, a bunch of Texas teams playing like there are every weekend around here. Uh, so I met up with I met up with a buddy. It was me and Angie, and so basically just to kind of set the scene for for what happened that night. We watched the Astros get smashed seven to zero. Vandy lost to UNLV. My buddy we were with uh, went to A and M. They lost to Bama, obviously. Old Miss lost to Missouri, and so it was overall just a pretty great, pretty great sports Saturday all around. But hey. All you can do is uh, turn around just like the Astros last night, get that walk off, get back in order. And that's what I think Ole Miss is going to have to try to do this weekend. Chance to go, you know, back 500 and get a SEC West win against A&M. Um, you know, I, I know you had some thoughts about it, but what do you see this weekend in the Missouri game? I think the big storyline obviously is John Reese Plumley looked good, had a long touchdown call back on a hold gets pulled for corral the team generally plays pretty poorly doesn't score anything Plumley gets put back in in the second half and they go on and score and they end up losing by what like 10 11 points how much sure. i know they covered 12 but i forget the final score
1: 38 mm-hmm. 27 um i mean we can dive into the game and all that really and it would have been interesting if uh, the battle holding call didn't happen. If they got 14 fourteen three,
0: or even they just gotten across the goal line at the end of the half to take the lead into the half, I think yep. that would have. Yeah. it was a winnable game, just like we talked about this season. the The Memphis game, the Cal game; these were all winnable games. I
1: do think Missouri's pretty good after having watched them.
0: I think. Yeah, I mean statistically, I think they have the best defense in the SEC through half the season.
1: I think. In, I think it's progress. There's certain areas the secondary needs work. They compete. Mm-hmm. They did some dumb shit, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, but might, they, they, it, they at least. I mean, they competed against what's probably uh, the third place. I mean, where's Missouri gonna fall in the East? They're
0: probably third. um they well, beat uh, Car- what's gonna happen when Missouri plays Florida? That could be an interesting game. And hell, what's what, happening when they play Georgia? Georgia just lost to USC. I mean,
1: that that Georgia loss is inexcusable. We'll get there. Here's my. Here's really my one question uh, discussion point for Ole Miss is Rich Rodriguez is proven he's pretty much has has autonomy over the offense best I can tell but I don't think he has any he is any closer to understanding what the real path is with the quarterback situation than you and I are and we think about this for probably you know less than five hours each week.
0: Oh damn! A lot less than that. I guess you're thinking you're think taking the entire the game, game time, right? Yeah.
1: Here and sure. maybe around a little bit. That's, sure, well, sure, we did sure. It took four hours, so that's
0: guess, yeah. Probably. That's that's right. I mean, I think we think about it for about fifteen, twenty minutes during this show before we move on to what's going on around the country, and then like you said, yeah. I mean, I think most old Miss fans are trying to figure it out week in and week out during the games. I mean, the thing the thing about it is, I I feel like I see where he's coming from when he pulls Plumlee and puts Corral in and gets Missouri. Um, the th- the reason that Ole Miss was scoring so much, and you have to excuse my second half, I pretty tuned out, and uh, like I said, there was a lot going on. We could barely get Ole Miss Missouri. I, I might
1: have had a few whiskey diets at the bar right outside <laughs> my building, and I might have like, browned out. really don't remember the end of the game. So.
0: <laughs> well, I was somewhat paying attention. We left in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, walked home. Uh, the game was close-ish, but I mean, I never, I wasn't under any sort of delusion that they were gonna come back and win. Just like in that cow game, um, you know, technically there was a possibility of tying it up at the end there, but I never, for whatever reason, I never let myself even come close to believing that was gonna happen. Um, I think it's plus I'm just like in a, ever since the the optimism of the freeze years turned into the the five and seven campaign, and then everything that just happened after that. I feel like my any any semblance of optimism for Ole Miss football has gone out the window, and it's just complete wait and see mode. So I, I don't ever let myself you know really get too carried away thinking that anything good is going to happen. It, it all makes too much sense when you you know lose the lose to Memphis, lose to Cal, lose to Missouri. You know it's basically what you expected, waiting to be surprised. So I wasn't I wasn't. Um, Thinking they were going to come back and win, but I guess it was po- it was technically possible. The thing about Plumlee uh, and, and his really great plays, it feels like, is that it's, it's just athleticism. It's not necessarily that they're seeing anything uh, in the defense or that the defense is bad at protecting against the run. He's just really, really fast. I mean, I, I think the stat was the last freshman QB that had this kind of rushing production through... However many games, maybe three hundred yard SEC games in a row, something like that was like Cam Newton. Like he he is freakishly athletic, um, especially at the quarterback position. So I don't know what you do if you're Rich Rob because the passing game is almost non-existent when he's in there. But for whatever reason, you know, Ole Miss has young wide receivers. Offensive line maybe isn't as as good at pass protection as run blocking. Whatever reason the offense as a whole seems more dangerous despite being extremely one dimensional uh when he's in there so far at least since the arkansas game so i I really don't know uh what rich rod's path forward is i I assume uh, and it's kind of a tough break for Corral because like I said, it's not necessarily that it, he's played terribly um I think it's just been a lot of factors that have that have kind of fallen the the wrong way i I don't understand why you mentioned. The end of the first half, trying to get that rush TD. I, I see why you go for it instead of kicking the field goal there, but I kind of think that Plumley should probably have been in at quarterback down inside the five yard line. I don't know, but I
1: completely agree going for it. I, but they're not an inside run team. Yeah, the, yeah. And is the offensive line's been better than Memphis? But frankly, a lot of the runs are. I mean, fr- with Phillips, Ely, and Connor. That's probably that's the best Ole Miss backfield
0: since. I mean, it's better than any of the people, like any of the guys that Freeze had. Freeze better is, than
1: any Freeze at backfield. Yeah, in theory, Jeff Scott Brandon Bolden was pretty good, mm-hmm. but these guys are better because Connor and Ely are two. I mean, yeah, but- potentially be pro football players and. Scotty Phillips is a good college player. Yeah, so, and,
0: and they're both freshmen. So I don't know. I I think maybe I do. Do you it maybe, might be
1: the might be the most depth and com, the the most complete Ole Miss backfield I've ever seen. If I sit here really think. So about
0: if this. if you're trying to put yourself in Rich Rodriguez's shoes, do you just lean into it and start running like a essentially like a triple option with a?
1: I I I'd go all in on Plumley. If Corral gets pissy and transfers, fine. You got the Hoover kid coming. Um, well, they got the you know he he's coming next year.
0: Well, Tisdale potentially could be a
1: key line. I mean, they probably. I think. I mean, in some ways, it's almost like they're. I mean, it's like they get these three guys. Really, ideally, they would keep two and then have whoever the I forget whoever the kid is outside Birmingham Hoover whatever, mm. and then you got three QBs, but.
0: I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, it's. I don't really want to say like let let Corral go because I do think he's a talented, potentially talented college player. But just it, the, in the last few games, it seems like things have been more dangerous when it's been Plumley versus Corral. It's, it's a weird situation. Um, I I'm not positive because uh, like we were talking about earlier before we started recording, I kind of treat Ole Miss games this year the same way I treat the podcast like. All right, we got to watch this game. Let's get it over with. All right, when it's done, let's not invest too much emotional energy in it because it's just not a very rewarding hobby these days. But not to the podcast. The podcast is, of course, extremely rewarding, John. You know, we live for this. But uh, so I, I didn't necessarily keep up with it, but I saw some talk today that potentially they're going to explore having two QBs at the field uh, at once, which a lot of people have called for ever since Plumley emerged this athletic threat. Um, it's an interesting idea. I wonder how much of that is simply trying to put it out there so people uh, like a And M have to maybe try to waste time thinking about that this week. It does seem like there'd be a lot of moving parts there, but I mean you could do a package where you, you put Plumley at H back or something like that. I don't know. It's interesting. Way to approach,
1: the other way to approach this is plumley in the slot would be right
0: dangerous, but he's not going
1: to touch the ball as much. So right. I
0: don't know. I know. Well, you have to. Rich Rodriguez needs to get creative. I mean, honestly. You said he has complete autonomy over the offense. I think Rich Rodriguez has done a, a worse job with his group than uh than Mike McIntyre has with the defense.
1: Fully agree with that statement. I thought you were going to say Phil Longo
0: there for a second. Oh well, come on. I mean that's that's not a fair comparison. So,
1: um, you know the other thing too, if you look at their
0: schedule, LSU's a loss, Auburn's a loss. Yeah, but um, they have. I mean they. The, the path is, is still existent. It's a must win this weekend if you're going to get to is six. Train wreck. We'll get to that. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Mexico's a win. I'm forgetting somebody else. I No, no. no, that's, no it. that's it. That's uh, it. This is the swing game. If you're going to get to six and six, I think you you know you can go all in playing a guy this week, and then you can kind of split reps against LSU and Auburn. And... Yeah, yeah. It won't matter that much. Yeah, you can pacify everybody enough through that whole process in New Mexico State. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go all in with Plumley. Now, if he has a bad couple series, then you you can put Corral in. I thought Corral was a change of pace in the second quarter worked. I should just gone back to Plumley in the red zone. That's yeah. my position here. Yeah, know, they they just need to find. They they've been close against Cal and. Competitive against Mizzou, find a find a way to win one of these games.
0: Yeah, it's got to be this weekend. I, okay. I think if it's not this weekend, it, you're you're going to be hoping that you can beat State and get to five and seven because I, you're not going to beat LSU. That's for sure. Auburn is a long, long shot, longer shot than Missouri was for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't remind me if the I think the Auburn game is. At Auburn, yeah, because I went to the Auburn game last year in Oxford. So yeah, that'll be at Auburn. LSU will be in Oxford. That's a that's an L. Um, let's talk about the other games this weekend to kind of get some context on that. LSU um, cementing itself as I mean, right there with Alabama at the top of the SEC with a, a pretty. It was close for a long time, but beating Florida by the final score they did is a is a pretty dominant result. I thought I thought while that game was going on that Florida plus fourteen was a safe bet, but uh you know that was it was a push so big win for LSU.
1: Big win. They um they go to Starkville. They'll obliterate that team. They'll obliterate them this weekend.
0: Yeah, another big
1: story from this past weekend there. Up to two in the AP poll. I think if they can, if their offensive line can can play up to can play at a high level against Alabama, which I think they can this year. That's going to be a really interesting game. If you think about the passing uh, attacks of Burrow and the LSU receivers against Tua and the Alabama receivers, that's arguably, and it's interesting, it's an SEC game, it's arguably one of the biggest air raids we'll ever see, just in terms of pure uh, passing
0: offensive talent from a quarterback and from a uh, receiver standpoint. Man, that yeah, that is gonna be the game of the season. Um, you know, I think from looking at it that CBS probably takes. Oh, it's at Alabama. Okay, that's but I think that's gonna be the two game day because you also have Missouri Georgia that day.
1: Well, um, they already used the prime time slot with
0: Georgia Notre Dame.
1: It's oh, interesting. Wait, they did? did? You- oh, god. Was the year this year they decided to take to not default to LSU Alabama as the primetime because it's been so one sided for a number of years now all of a sudden eh, that was a mistake. Yeah, apparently there's backdoor rumors that they're trying to work with ESPN to where they can take the primetime slot. And ESPN gets like 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 uh, like ESPN got the better game this week with LSU Florida as opposed to A and M Bama. Although A and M draw huge, A and M draws big. Yeah, so uh Alabama so everybody kind of won on that one um that's going to be really interesting now Auburn see Auburn goes to Death Valley they haven't won there since 98 uh but they get the iron ball at home Auburn's good enough to knock one of them off I don't think they're good enough to win the division but I think they could not they, they could and scare I,
0: would, I would I would love for Alabama to wait where that it's uh if LSU can go in and win at Alabama and then Alabama drops a game at Auburn and doesn't go to Atlanta, doesn't go to the playoff, ends up in some New Year's Day bowl. Ah, oh, that would be that would be great. I get,
1: you know, I would say I'd say that's conceivable.
0: Yeah, I think it depends how Auburn plays down the stretch.
1: LSU goes to state. That's a win. They host Auburn. History says it's a win.
0: I think it's a win. I think that game's interesting because Auburn is very good at some things, but I think LSU wins that game. Yeah, I think LSU.
1: It's 2-30 it's kick at Tiger State, so they're on CBS the next two weeks, LSU. Hey, that's great. Uh, that's,
0: that, those, are, those are both great games.
1: Bye to Alabama, and then they will go to Ole Miss, host Arkansas, host a and I mean, if LSU – I think they're 11-1 worst case. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Um, if they
1: if they go eleven and one and say their loss is like close game in Tuscaloosa, do they get in as a four?
0: Probably. No, uh, you think so? Because the problem is, they if if they go eleven and one and Bama loses to Auburn, Bama still goes to Atlanta. Yeah. And then what? Bama uh, beats. Well, then,
1: then LSU would have beaten Auburn. LSU would have beaten Florida, who probably finishes with ten wins. Hmm. And then with, with okay, tech... well,
0: okay. So who's who is Bama playing in uh, in Atlanta? That makes the Florida Georgia game a huge game.
1: They play uh, Florida. It's interesting. Florida, Florida, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Georgia. All have shots at the playoff here. Yeah. Yeah. You, Auburn, i don't think auburn's gonna do it but they have a they have a hellacious front seven
0: no there there's legitimately five oh, yeah. teams that are still even even after georgia lost south carolina they run the table if they win in atlanta they'll be in the playoff
1: how does okay. the rest of the play out too because oklahoma probably runs the table yep uh, Clemson, they showed up more this week. They run. I think think
0: Clemson and Oklahoma are in the playoff because who's going to stop them in their league? You're only going to get one SEC
1: team because I think Oklahoma, I think Ohio State's going to run it too.
0: But there's, but there's a realistic path for every all those five teams. Um, Let's see, Auburn. And all
1: five, control their own destiny as of this moment. That's the
0: other. if, If if anybody wins out and wins in Atlanta. Out of Auburn, yep. Florida, the two lost teams, or Georgia, those are all those are the sorry, the one loss. Florida, Georgia, Auburn, those are all the one loss teams. They went out and went in Atlanta they're in. LSU and Bama, the undefeated teams, if they take a loss and went in Atlanta they're in, if they if they went out and lose in Atlanta, they might uh the prop you're you're thinking Ohio State, Clemson, and Oklahoma are taking three of the four, right? They're all undefeated. Because they're going to go undefeated. So really, yeah, they all control their own destiny, but it's probably going to be the winner of SEC championship that gets in as the one SEC team. I
1: agree. I think that's who whoever wins the SEC. So that,
0: it, it becomes very important to get to Atlanta, even if you take one loss uh, in your division or throughout the course of the SEC season. Um, all that really matters is getting to Atlanta and winning that game Is is what it looks like right now. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. So yeah, I mean, that means LSU has to beat Bama to go to the playoff. That's the only path. Because how do they how do they lose to Alabama and then beat them to Atlanta? They don't. Because no one's going to beat Alabama other than Auburn.
1: Auburn's the only team that can beat Alabama.
0: And and, and if that happened, Alabama would still have the tie the tiebreaker. with LSU. Now, what if Auburn? Oh, Auburn could go to Atlanta instead of Alabama. Still, LSU's not getting in then, but Auburn could get into the playoff if they yep. went out with their one loss being Florida. Huh. It, it, it's actually... one. It's, it's actually one of the most interesting SEC set, schedules at this point. Um, Is that the
1: point, too, where Alabama's strength of schedule sucks? They have Duke and Tennessee on there. Yep. yep. The only two teams they really play. I mean, a and not that good. The only no. two teams they play. Are LSU and Auburn now? They're Alabama. They get the benefit of the doubt. But if they lose, like like Auburn is going to have Oregon, Florida, LSU, Georgia, Alabama on their resume. That's a hell of a lot tougher. Yeah, but you think
0: where's where's that uh, Auburn Georgia
1: game? So this is Auburn's schedule. I don't see how this happens. It is go uh, you know, to Arkansas? That's a win. two LSU, they, they're losing that. Uh-huh. Uh, host Georgia and host Alabama. Man, so, that is
0: that is brutal. Yeah, I don't think Auburn's going to win the Iron Bowl because there's just too much shit before it. I mean, they're they're going to be debilitated. Like, I think Auburn could just fall apart down the stretch because they lose anything to play for.
1: And freshman quarterback, he's a legacy. They got a defense that will travel. I think they're tough throughout. If you, I think. I think Auburn could definitely be an Alabama spoiler.
0: But here's what happens to Auburn. They beat Arkansas. They lose at LSU. They have two losses. They're not going to the playoff. They host Ole Miss. I mean, bounce back and win, sure. They host Georgia. I think Georgia has more to play for. And then Auburn's a three-loss team. I don't think three-loss Auburn is really that dangerous against Alabama. Maybe they get up just because it's the Iron Bowl. I don't know. They'll get up
1: at home for the Iron Bowl.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. We'll let this all play out. It is. It's. It's. It's super interesting. Um, let let's talk about. So the SEC, as always, uh, there's a big disparity in the wealth here. So we talked about the five teams that could still make the playoff, and then you got Arkansas and Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. Um, things are things are bleak in all of those programs. So we uh we mentioned putting John Reese Plumley at slot receiver. Did you see how Kentucky? beat Arkansas kind of the inverse of that
1: I did not see any so of that. I didn't
0: know about that I didn't know about this whole today I saw it somewhere and uh and googled it so Kentucky beat Arkansas 24 to 20 and they did it with their first string or their wide receiver one I should say playing quarterback Lynn Bowden uh went seven for 11 78 yards and a touchdown and he rushed for 196. I, I think that is so fun. Just put your wide receiver in at quarterback and go beat Arkansas. I love it. <laughs>
1: that's hilarious.
0: Yeah, that's really great. Um, so that's fun. Rough, rough time uh, in Arkansas. Chad Morris is two and four. Um, let's look at their schedule a little bit here. Ooh, are they gonna get to are they gonna
1: get another win? That'll be fun.
0: So they're losing to Auburn, they're losing at Bama, obviously. So the second of November becomes a huge game for both them and state. So the good news for Arkansas, I think they will get a win against Western Kentucky, more than likely. I'm not going to beat LSU. I'm not to beat Missouri, but on the second of November, Mississippi State and Arkansas are going to be battling it out. Mississippi State has a a very long bowl streak at this point. I'm not sure exactly how long, probably eight or nine years of making bowl games, including the 5-7 and seven Dan Mullen year They got him with their APR or whatever. But now they're in a precarious situation. Lost to Kansas State, obviously. Beat Kentucky, got blown out by Auburn. And then, John, you called it last week on the podcast. They go into Nayland Stadium, just look like absolute shit. Start the transfer from Penn State. He's awful. Put the freshman in. It's too little, too late. They lose 20-10. to 10 against tennessee tennessee's second win of the year first sec victory of the year basically um they got beat by a team that lost to georgia state uh it's not great that's pretty rough so they're sitting at how many wins they got they got three wins right now three Just losses teams- oh, go ahead they play
1: LSU. That's a loss, three and four. They go to A and M. That's A&M's great, but A and M's. I that.
0: I don't think A and M is very good. But you're really telling me the team that just went in and looked that bad against Tennessee is going to play well on the road at Kyle Field, a game that A and M needs to win, especially if Ole Miss finds a way to beat A and M in Oxford this weekend. Um, yeah, that that's rough. Arkansas beats them to finally get a conference win for chad morris exactly what i'm thinking i think uh i think mississippi state a- loss, alcorns will win that's
1: four and then i think that's playing.
0: abilene christian maybe but yeah so they have a non-conference win left for sure the question for state becomes can they win two out of a&m arkansas old miss because they're gonna have to if they want to get to six and six it's uh that's gonna be i think that's gonna be a tough task <laughs> the coach next year? Say again, does Moorhead coach next year? Is he the coach of State next year? Uh, I I think they're sending the message right now that he might not be. Um, this, does he get fired or does he find another gig? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, you know, maybe John Cohen works some magic. Larry Templeton helps him out. Maybe they can get, like, Moorhead to take the Rutgers job or something. A little under-the-table deal. I don't know. I mean... The thing that I mean, the real question for me, and not being a hater because state's a rival program, but like, who who are they targeting? Who are they gonna go get after they either fire or move on from Moorhead after just two? They ran. I think
1: state is. I think Moorhead being an outsider to SEC country has played has played out much more difficult than I think people
0: thought it would be. And you could, I mean, it worked for Mullen. Mullen yeah. got it done as a weird Yankee in Starkville, but I think it's a lot more likely that doesn't work out yeah. than it does.
1: Here's a, is Mullen was in the SEC for a number of years as an assistant at Florida.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Coach Tim Tebow and worked for Urban Meyer. Like, that's that kind of transcends that. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: more headed, uh, well, uh,
1: Franklin. Uh, what you might call it? Vanderbilt would not have been there. What's Hudspeth doing these days? Let me look.
0: I think he. Uh, I think he either coaches at state as a coordinator, or he recently did that. I know he was there last year.
1: Uh, Lafayette got fired. He was a tight ends coach. Then no, he was at Austin P, Is it was at Austin Peay? So maybe they
0: bring him home. It's time. So he went
1: twenty nine and 30. No, but here's eight.
0: the thing you have to remember about whoever. If, if they move on for Moorhead, if they keep him another year, I mean, maybe he turns it around. I don't think that's a low probability at this point, which is what we've seen so far. But you have to remember that John Cohen is going to try to outthink himself and, and make some sort of a cute hire. That's what he did with Moorhead. Uh, that's what he did with the baseball coach. He's he's going to try to, like, find something. Uh, he you know, would hire Mike Leach. Yeah, maybe so. Hey, it. Hey, he, and Mike Leach would actually
1: work at Starkville, and Mike, that would be, might
0: be a good idea. The problem with that is that Mike Leach would have to totally rebuild that roster because they don't know, have. Go ahead. They'd actually
1: do that. Then, I, then right. I'd have to. You know, how do I feel about Mike
0: Leach? I don't know. If they if they got Mike Leach, I would I would not be upset if they did well because I think it would be interesting and funny, and at least they hired someone that was somewhat likable. But, but yeah. it would be it would be a couple of years, I think. Maybe he could go the JUCO route and find a QB that could run a type of an air raid system. But their wide receiver room is just bleak, man. Like there,
1: uh, Leach. It may take him a couple, but he would get it.
0: I um, do. I do think it would work eventually in a way. I mean, it would be Mike Leach still, where I he think, would win I some think, games. I and I
1: think
0: Leach could Leach could play to the. Play
1: to the crowd, but not be a complete like burned down old Miss guy or whatever. I so, just I
0: wonder if Cohen is gonna try to get away from uh, an offensive guy after what just happened with Moorhead.
1: And I think it's more of a the only issue with the leech thing is who are you gonna uh, how are you gonna recruit? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, and they're they're also on probation now, so you gotta you gotta watch out.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: They should him? They should hire Gene Chizik. They should hire Gene Chizik. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got a national
1: championship, man. Well, I, Bobby Petrino flamed out at Louisville round two,
0: so I don't think he otherwise... Let's think. I mean, realistically, who could they hire other than Leach that would even register? Even people would know who they were. I'm trying to think about this. I mean... What this is year one for for Neil Brown, right? I know it's going. No right. Lane Kiffin. Oh, see this. Is, I just are they bold enough to do that again? That's another hire. If they made it, I'd have to. I'd have to like no it.
1: Would, no one would do that. Yeah, maybe he would. I, yeah, I, I, who, who was who was the guy he hired? Canizares uh, or whatever uh, that replaced him, and then yep, yep, and then the, he
0: got he got fired with a a mean, sexting scandal. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're there's right. More, more content in
1: the show than I thought there would be. Uh, look at this Well, show. there was That's a it? lot of
0: there was a lot of funny shit that happened this weekend and in, in football. This, this was actually a really good slate of college ball. There's a lot going on. Yeah, so. for sure. And, and as we've as we've just set up, there's a there's a lot to look. A lot of games to look forward to on this slate. I mean, I'd say let's see just off the top of my head, top five games left this season. Obviously Alabama, LSU, but Florida Georgia is huge. Um, Iron Bowl is going to be big depending on what happens all before then. Auburn LSU is going to be big. Um I, I want to see what happens when Missouri yeah, plays Georgia.
1: The five in the SEC competing for what I think is
0: one spot. Oh, hold on, John, hold on, John. something that just occurred to me. What ha- what did you figure out? Well, I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about this. Hold on. So, Missouri Beats Vanderbilt. Beats Kentucky. The 9th of November, yep. they win at Georgia. The okay. next week, they host and beat Florida. They beat Tennessee and Arkansas. They're going to Atlanta. If they win in Atlanta, so if if, if they beat Georgia and Florida, that's two tough games. If Kelly Bryant and that defense figure it out, they could, they could end up in the playoff. I mean, they'd have to beat Alabama or LSU in Atlanta. But that would be hilarious. I mean, we're, we're we're I'm just saying, there's another one-loss SEC team that could still control their own destiny. The zoo's going to win nine games, which we uh, I got it here. I did not uh, pick that. I picked low. I was low on the transfer QBs. I'll own that. I think I was low on Oklahoma too. We both went six
1: and six. Fuck that up.
0: Yep, they're already what five and one or six and one, so that's not working out. But I mean, to be fair, to our credit, Well, we know Georgia. I fuck that up. Wait, what else I'm interested now? Who else who do we pick out of these national title? What we what do we do for Auburn and L S U?
1: Uh Auburn's Oh my God.
0: Yeah, we picked way low on Auburn, didn't we?
1: Seven five for you and six to six for me with that one. Head State at seven or five. That's not half root.
0: Oh man, if State went seven and five, it'd be a great it'd be a great turnaround. Four A and That was
1: looking
0: at, that
1: may be a game high. Wait,
0: what'd you what'd you pick for A and M? Both had eight and four. Oh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't see that happening. Wait, and that's crazy. When you look at that schedule, I don't know how we ever thought that was going to happen. We're basically saying they're only going to lose to Clemson, Bama, LSU, Auburn. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, I we, guess, we, but... We had
1: them beating Auburn, based on our records. Uh...
0: It... Yeah, that's rough. Uh, All right, we'll at... interesting. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's look at the lines of the week. Um, quickly in the NFL... This past week, I got Monday Night Football on now. Football
1: is canceled in Dallas the rest of the year. By yeah, the way, I, I would I would think, yeah. How the hell? What that's? I mean, Garrett's not even clapping on the sidelines anymore. It's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, Lincoln Riley could make the playoff and then go take the Cowboy job, which I don't know if that's really going to fix anything, but it's at least something different.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's better for sure. Um Mm, scrolling through these games, I think definitely the big story of the week is the Texans beating the Chiefs. Um, Texans are four and two. Yeah, Chiefs, not quite there right now. I mean, here. I mean, some some records that stand out. Definitely the Texans at four and two. I would say the Saints at five and one with Teddy Bridgewater at QB is Saints are the favorite. A shocker. Forty Nine ers oh. at five and zero. Oh. They, they destroyed the Rams.
1: Well, they, they, they were, I mean, Jimmy G got hurt last year. He's back healthy. and They kind of quietly—they're—they're they're good. You know, Jimmy G first went out there, won a bunch of games at
0: the end. Yeah.
1: Got hurt. Now it's here we go. I think Shanahan's probably a, one of the upper half coaches in the league.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I'd say Packers four and one, Patriots six and zero. Not surprising. It's a big opportunity for the Lions tonight.
1: Uh. The rumor is that the Pat's going to try to get A.J.
0: Green. they got to move some cap space. Oh, like in midseason? Yeah,
1: they need to yeah, that,
0: that makes sense because the Bengals aren't doing shit at 0 I mean, 6. There's a lot of winless teams. Um, the Falcons are absolutely terrible.
1: Jameis Winston threw five picks. Threw, threw
0: five picks at 400 yards. Just, just bizarre. Um, yeah. 31 rushing so yards. So think about that A.J. Green thing. Uh, I, how, what what is his injury? He's been out all season, right?
1: It's it High ankle sprain and training camp on some shitty field. So,
0: huh.
1: I mean, they're they're not rushing him back anytime soon. They probably shop him from trade bait. If I'm, uh, what's yeah. call
0: it. No, I think I think it makes sense from the Bengals' perspective. I'm just wondering for the Patriots. You bring him in, is he going to be productive this season? Because that's got to be the hope, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah, they, they'll they'll go vet it. They'll go spy on him. Sure, sure, but, sure. Well. Uh, Seattle at five and one Russell Wilson just knows how to win Mac, Mac, yeah. Did you see Matt throw a dude down
0: yeah that was that was classic um yeah I think I think that obviously like you said the secret to that team success is just Russell Wilson being a, a veteran guy he's he's a great yeah. great quarterback and,
1: you know Mullen has the ability to get more out of a team in big games kind of mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making a jump here mm-hmm. Wilson knows how to win in the fourth quarter it's it's impressive. We mentioned Houston, Kansas City. Deshaun Washington.
0: Watson. There's some, Deshaun Watson is a talent, um, and got yeah, so settled in. Look what's happening. Yeah, exactly right. So kind of like so. What what do we think about Jared Goff?
1: Uh,
0: then they give him a bunch of money. Yeah, I assume. But I mean, they look like shit with Gurley out this past week. And I, the 49ers, I'm just consistently impressed by how quickly they rebuilt that. Uh, uh, cr- uh, all over the place. It's crazy. They're really good on defense.
1: They tanked it pretty hard. And, yeah. Uh, traded for picks. They got a, you got John uh, Lynch as the GM. I think they've got something. Yeah. Um, playing the Seahawks will be interesting. San Francisco has a soft schedule too. They got a last place special. Yeah. Let's
0: let's look at these college lines, and then we'll do NFL lines for the week, and then we'll finish with some uh, MLB MLB playoff talk. Um, so we got a Wednesday game this week, John. South Alabama at Troy. Troy's the big favorite. Um, a couple of Thursday games, UCLA at Stanford, Stanford minus nine and a half. Friday UCLA. Yeah. Fuck me bleach. Oh yeah. Something. Um I forgot about that. Uh Friday night, several games. Ohio State plays Friday night at Northwestern. It's probably a lock of the week potential candidate for you, John. Ohio State minus 28. It's a little high. A little high. But I, I'd have to look at Northwestern scores from the rest of the year up until now. Well, is okay. 17, Marvin Jones Jr. I'm playing against this guy in fantasy.
1: Northwestern lost by 21 to Michigan State. Definitely
0: that not a good oh, team. Oh, you're right. 28 is probably safe against Ohio State then. Yeah, it
1: opened 25-and-a-half. That would have been the time to get on it. Oh,
0: absolutely. Uh, Miami, minus 18, hosting Georgia Tech. Uh, Clemson, minus 24-and-a-half at Louisville. That's a candidate right there. Um, yeah. Houston, minus 22, versus a very bad UConn team. Yeah, um, back
1: on the wagon. Uh, Wisconsin,
0: you- minus 31-and-a-half thir- at Illinois. Florida minus five and a half at South Carolina. I think Florida covers that. I don't think uh, – South Carolina, uh, Helensky is is out, right? I mean, he's they're on their third string for real.
1: Yeah, I mean, Georgia.
0: That's, that was just one of those games. I mean, they were just Carolina, win that. Uh, their
1: 20 was a pick six. Yep. Florida's got a defense. I, I I think Florida's good enough to bounce back there.
0: I think so, too. And the, the, that was one of the things that we... uh
1: Right on that, okay, five and a half.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, think... I was saying that Georgia game, one of the things that we didn't talk about, but man, that game was funny. That was so awesome. All those missed field goals... Basically, a game decided by missed field goals—you gotta love that. The college kickers
1: I screwed screwed that game up
0: multiple times. It was pretty. Interesting. I I enjoyed it because I was just consistently saying what they should do in the end of that game on both sides, and they weren't doing it. And they and they it was biting them. And I was like, oh, I'm a better coach than uh, Kirby Smart, which I think is definitely true. Um, let's see here: Oklahoma minus thirty-three and a half hosting West Virginia. That's that number is too big for me. Oklahoma is good, but here's here's an interesting number, John. Auburn minus eighteen and a half at Arkansas. Interesting. At Arkansas. Was Auburn off this past weekend? What did Auburn do? Uh, they were a bye, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think that's a good that's a good possibility for them covering a big number there. Plus thirty five. Then again, Tennessee. Auburn might be looking ahead to LSU this weekend. I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to care too much about playing Arkansas, which maybe they'll get an upset because of it, but I don't think anybody's really worried about Arkansas right now. Um, uh,
1: Memphis minus four and a half against Tulane. Wait, did
0: Memphis stay undefeated? I didn't see what Memphis did this they past lost weekend. Plus two at the end. That's I what I thought. So Memphis has a loss now.
1: Mizzou minus 21 and a half at Vandy.
0: That's got some appeal to it. Yeah, I mean the wheels have fallen off for Vandy. Official position on Vandy? Yeah, I mean it's just Derek Mason has has to go. It's just ridiculous at this point. How do you lose to UNLV? It's it's beyond anything. I mean that's they're they It was actually interesting because I think Wolken wrote a column that like Mississippi State fans have the least hope in the conference or something. Like no, I mean are you just forgetting? Like doesn't Wolken live in Nashville? Like Vanderbilt is in the SEC too. That's that's the definition of just a, a program that doesn't care right now. Um or a fan base. It's that's rough. They they need to they need to get away from Mason, that's true. They have a new AD. I think it, it might actually happen. Um
1: Yeah, they'll have to do something.
0: Virginia minus three and a half against Duke. Sorry, what were you gonna say, John?
1: Uh Penn State minus nine against Michigan.
0: Ooh. That's a that's that a, too high right I mean I, I hate Michigan yeah
1: it feels like a sucker but it's
0: prime time Happy Valley and it's Shay on the road yeah, and I, mean, I don't I, I mean I'm not betting on Shay that's for sure really
1: gonna be able to keep that within a score
0: you think with this LSU minus 19 and a half in Starkville is that is that them betting on a letdown game for LSU on oh,
1: Detroit what do you oh they called it a touchdown Wow uh, Detroit, I thought fucked it up from the six inch. Yeah, incident.
0: I thought so too. I'm watching that as well. But see, one guy's one guy's saying, one ref saying, not a touchdown. One ref saying, is a touchdown. They got to review that. Let's see this one. Interesting.
1: Um, um, let's see here. We I, I think.
0: I, I think. Uh, yeah, they're replaying it now. I think LSU is. Uh, oh, he got it. He's in. Yeah, he got in. Okay. I think LSU minus 19.5 is likely, but I guess you're thinking maybe they just don't care as much after they got the big win against Florida. Um, they're yep. definitely 19.5 points better than the... the. Yeah,
1: feel so explosive. They could sleepwalk a half and then five minutes, bang, bang, bang.
0: Well, actually, I think LSU minus 19.5 is probably safe, so you have to remember this is not a game where State is going to play their suspended players, and they're just going to take this loss. They're just going to wear it on the chin, so... I... State is in a funky
1: spot. I could see them coming back from Knoxville. Everybody's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, they just
0: completely giving up. Yeah, I, I think 19 minus 19 and a half is, a, is pretty safe there. Um, I think
1: Penn State's a candidate. I think uh, LSU's a candidate. Uh, Missouri's
0: a candidate, I would say.
1: The defense is too sloppy to cover
0: 35. Georgia minus 25 hosting Kentucky. I mean, they probably cover that up there Mm -hmm. uh
1: florida actually i think florida five and a half on the road is makes sense to me i like that one oregon minus three at washington feels light Mm -hmm. uh i mean washington's lost twice at this point
0: Mm -hmm. i mean alabama minus 34 and a half is also very safe hosting tennessee and you i feel like you get backdoor covered yeah, maybe so. I I just think Alabama loves running the score up in this game, and Tennessee is really bad. I mean, it could be. What a, I could, what, a, what about Ole Miss plus six? I don't bet on Ole Miss at home. I think I think they cover that.
1: Should have taken them against Cal. I
0: should have taken They've Cal, covered but... three games in a row since Cal. Maybe this is the week that Vegas gets it right. Then when they lose by seven. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, I just can't trust Luke and Rich, Rich Rod. Uh, I, I
0: think that's fair. All right, so I would I would like to bet on a a lower spread this week. I don't want to bet. I'm I get I'm tired of cheering for favorites to to blow out and then avoid backdoor covers like you're saying. Um. All right. all right. I'm gonna pick. Hmm. I might. I might go back to what was that four to line again. I might go back to that. Let's see here. I, Florida minus five and a half at South Carolina. Yeah, I like that. I like that's my lock of the week.
1: Florida minus five and a half. We're gonna trust old Dirty Dan. South Carolina.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna say Must Champ and his third string QB are going to play poorly. Yeah, they're not gonna get it done.
1: Florida defense is better than 42 points. Now the LSU offense is really good. It's not right. uh, I think Brandon bounces back. Um, Dan's actually got a quarterback he likes playing now instead of Franks, who mm-hmm. he had to play because of uh, you know that's how the system works. Sure, I think that's a good pick. I am um, between LSU at State and Penn State, and Michigan. I think those are my fi- two
0: finalists. So you officially, Ohio State on Friday night minus twenty eight. It's too many points.
1: Just Evanston's weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's fair.
1: They'd probably beat the shit
0: out of him, but yeah, I actually
1: I like the over in that game better.
0: Oh, what you got that at? Let me see.
1: It is at on Vegas Insider. Let me get all the way up here. It is
0: at uh, it's forty nine and a half. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah, that's gonna hit on a Friday night. Things can get weird, but isn't Northwestern the team that we thought was gonna hit an over in week one? To-
1: free
0: and then it's like shit you know yep, but yep yep yep
1: big 10 big 10 overs
0: that's it. Uh, yeah that's a dangerous game I, I wouldn't take that as my lock of the week, all right but so it, you're between lsu and state and uh what was the other one you said there in state michigan right 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 Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna put it on the nine points uh against shea okay all right well, well take your take your pick John. all right
1: I think if I was actually betting money, I would do the LSU line. But if you're going to go single digits, I'll join you. Give me Penn State. What, what are they at on my bookie? Min- minus nine, I believe. Yeah, my, pin- boss. my boss is a Penn State alum. I'm going to text him and tell him Penn State minus nine is the lock of the week, and he they, they better not fuck it up against yeah. Shea Bay.
0: I better not. All right, so those, we got a lock of the week. We're going against the haters that say we only choose the big Although- favorites.
1: A hundred thousand drunk Pennsylvanians against Shea Patterson. I guess I could say.
0: Pretty... I like. Think it. about
1: it. half those people root for the Eagles; the other half root for the Steelers. I try.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so those that's your uh, your CFB locks of the week. Let's uh, dip into these NFL lines here for what is this? Week seven of the NFL. Or is it? That, that sounds right. It
1: is week seven. All right. In the National Week eight
0: in college. Thursday night, we got Kansas City versus the Broncos. KC minus three and a half. I think that's an overreaction of them losing to the Texans. Where is the game? That's in that is in Denver. So the Broncos have been better. They just shut out the Titans. Yeah, yeah but I, I think the Titans are a train wreck. They they hired the FedEx guy's son, and that's just one of the worst decisions they could have made.
1: Yeah. I actually think Rabel's a decent coach, but
0: I think Arthur, Arthur Smith is very bad OC. Uh yeah, I think I think give me KC minus three and a half. They are gonna be in Denver, slinging around. It's, I like that. Tyreek Hill is back. My fantasy team needs him to do, have another big week.
1: Uh Von Miller rushing the passer against a bum. Mahomes. Uh,
0: I think Mahomes' ankle is gonna well, keep him. Chubb's got Chubb got hurt um almost like the under in a sense uh over under 48 and a half on my bookie yeah um well i mean let's not we don't have to agonize over it we're not taking any locks of the week here uh let's see you got the cardinals at the giants on noon giants minus three cardinals have looked a lot better i don't i don't know
1: yeah, Giants' defense is bad. I think Murray can put it up. I kind of like the Cardinals in that spot.
0: I do as well. The Colts are minus one hosting the Texans at noon. Um, this is a big game for the Texans. If they can win that and go 5-2, and two, I think it's official that they're having a good year. But Although,
1: they, back yeah. to the defense, 10 days of rest. Arizona's coming cross-country. Uh, they really need that win. They're too Saquon, Saquon might be back. Well, it might be bad. Actually, Giants. Let's
0: pick the Giants. Yeah, I mean... I think,
1: got to win anyway, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they,
0: just, they just won against... Um, I was just yeah. looking at it a second ago. I forgot. T-minus um, uh, one hosting Houston. They beat the oh. Falcons. Yeah, because the Falcons are terrible. Yeah, I think I think that Vegas is thinking that the Texans have a left after beating KC, which they very well might. Uh, back to games
1: in the division. Uh... Indy's got a road greater line.
0: The Colts, should, were the Colts off this past week? They must have been, right? I think they were. I actually, like the Colts in this one. Yeah, I think so, too, minus the one. Uh, Bills minus 16 and a half, hosting the Dolphins. That's a big line for the Bills with the Dolphins. How about a 16
1: and a half point favorite for Buffalo? 39's the over-under. Good for Buffalo. Now, to be fair, how is Miami going to score against the Buffalo
0: defense? Mm, they're not. They're not. Uh. It's just you can't you gotta take the points in an N F L game, but I don't want to bet on the Dolphins. Was, so I have like
1: five touchdowns.
0: I'm I'm sitting that one out. There's there's a lot of shitty games this week. Jags versus Bengals, Rams this, versus Falcons. Wait
1: a minute. Wow, Detroit getting no love despite the
0: fact that they're I think they're up ten right now. Yeah, they're really? up, yeah. I believe yeah, they are up ten, yeah. Uh, like you, you the Ravens at Seahawks might be the one of the better games of the week. Seahawks minus three and a half. Mm, give me the Ravens. because oh, yeah. I like the Ravens. Nah, Seattle at home. Three and a half's too much. Um, Saints <laughs> at Bears. What? What? Ravens don't earn any respect. Oh, come on, the Ravens are great. They got Ingram. They got Lamar. Don't hate on the Ravens. I mean, they beat the shit of Miami. They, I mean, I like
1: the people. I'm just thinking through what have they
0: done on merit. Well, uh, I mean, they hung in against KC. Um, let's see who who have they beaten. Anybody? They, let's see. Uh,
1: they barely beat Pittsburgh in overtime. They beat it was one score against the Bengals. Uh, KC beat them. And they lost to the Browns. That's right. The Browns went in there and won. How the, the Browns blew a twenty to six lead against the Seahawks? That's a.
0: Michigan Browns Z- are the weird. Browns are a weird
1: team. Do the Browns figure it out and kind of get hot at some point, or do they just kind of combust?
0: I think they're slowly combusting. Yeah, you've won me over. I think Seattle minus three and a half is the bet there Um, in Seattle. Saints oh, at Bears. I kind of like – I'm assuming it's still Teddy, but if it's Breeze even more, Saints plus three. Um, obviously, the Bears under, have a defense. Over under 39. 38 and a half on my bookie. If you're ever going to win an under below 40, that would be it. Yeah, it's going to be a brutal game. Defensive struggle. Oh, Cowboys minus three hosting the Eagles, John. I know. This is uh this is diarrhea. Yeah, that's rough. Um, I guess give me the Eagles on that one. Maybe it's uh, a get right game for the Cowboys. They've,
1: they've both been crap here. hmm Uh the best win of the year for either team goes to Philadelphia at Green Bay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: hmm um, I guess give me the Eagles,
0: too. Yeah, I mean, I get in a game like that, <laughs> I guess I'll take the points. Vegas
1: is like, we have no
0: idea. It's yeah, they're eight. like, don't make us pick this one.
1: Two and a half. I think Philly is very slightly better. Based off, of they've got the best win in the group.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's NFL next week. So that's
1: only minus nine and a half at the Jets.
0: I mean, come on. Yeah, my bookies has got a minus ten. Yeah, I got that that's safe bet for sure. Jets are going to be a left down after beating the Cowboys. Favorite
1: against the Chargers. They should not be favoring against anyone. Yep. Uh, I think Oakland at Green Bay minus seven is a sleeper.
0: Uh, You're picking Oakland plus seven there? I think I, I like that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that one. They've won back-to-back Colts, man. Yeah, and the Green Bay's playing on Monday, so I got a short rest. Oh, look at Ozuna drop the ball, and the Nats are up 2 nothing. now. Okay, good. Yeah, so I I'm, I'm, I'm about to move into that before we wrap up here. Uh, I think the Nats are obviously about to walk away with the NLCS. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, Cardinals. Cardinals have... Magical voodoo power. Hey, no. First. I hope
0: as a as a Astros fan, if they're gonna if they're gonna beat the Yankees, which is obviously a huge if, you would love for this game to go seven, this series to go seven, I should say. So I hope the Cardinals do come back. Even though I hate the Cardinals, but I, I think that the Nats are about to win it in four or five. I mean, the Cardinals just look pretty terrible. Okay, I'm seeing the replay now. It switched over. Oh my God, He's just straight up dropped that ball. Oh, how many outs are there? Are there two outs? And he dropped that. Oh, Bro. Ozuna. Oh, brother. That is bad. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, but obviously I think the exciting series is over in the AL. Things looked bad last night. Uh, Judge hit a two-run homer when the Astros were leading 1-0. Really, you know, if you're following this Astros series, they have four games with Verlander and Cole as the starters. Yankees have a, a really good bullpen. You got to win all four of those, you would think, to win the series. So last night was a must win in that respect. They they got beat pretty bad in game one, although Granke was the starter, and he's really the solid number three and just hasn't been very good since he got over here in the trade. Um, went to the 11th inning, super, super exciting game. Correa is down in the uh, in the seven hole after being injured. He hit a walk-off homer. Electric atmosphere props to the Astros for not only uh winning in walk-off fashion but really I mean surviving everything the Yankees bullpen had to throw at them last night. I mean they they hung in versus Chapman. Um they 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 got all the way to uh I forget who it was. They got through Britain Chapman, all those guys. Auvino gave up a big home run to Springer to tie the game up. That was a huge turning point. Um Correa had another winning play in that game where he uh he he went over and picked up a ball that was dropped out to I second, not drop, but kind of booted a little bit and then threw uh threw out a Yankee player at home base. That was was huge. It's it's gonna be a good series. You know, the it's kind of a, another must win game tomorrow night for the Astros with Garrett Cole on the mound. But if they win that game, they're up two one. Um they they guarantee that they're gonna be headed back to to Houston and that they're gonna get to see the uh Verlander and Cole arms again so if they can win tomorrow night the onus is definitely back on the Yankees I think the Yankees gonna be pressing tomorrow night Stanton hurt himself in game one um yeah I I think it's shaping up to be a good series I was worried after that 7-0 in game one and then last night being down that maybe it was about to be over in four or five um but you know it's it's uh hopefully gonna be a good one we'll see tomorrow night Cole's gotta win that's that's my takeaway big Houston sports fan here
1: Big, big swing game. It feels like is if the Yankees beat Cole, that really sets them up well.
0: Yeah, the Yankees beat Cole. It's got, they're gonna. I don't really know how the Astros win the series um, with the way the rotation sets up. But if Cole wins, you, you kind of it kind of flips the switch a little bit, where the Yankees are having to to win the next two just to to not yeah. ensure they have to beat Cole oh, and I Verlander. Do
1: um, we yeah. shall see. Four o'clock
0: first pitch, too. So oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Is that four o'clock your time or my time? Four Eastern, yep. Oh, man. We're going to be watching that one at work. Okay. All right. Good to know. It was in Yankee Stadium. Be so, uh, so, is the, so the night game is, is game four of the NLCS in, in D.C. Then? Correct. And, and then
1: the uh, ALCS is prime time the next two
0: nights. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense all right yeah so that's uh it's, it's gonna be a good week of sports hopefully as a as a astros fan it'll be a good week of sports i'll uh i'll let you know next week when we talk
1: sounds good
0: yeah and then uh you know maybe maybe o'll miss come on this weekend if they don't don't worry about it it's okay uh kermit basketball coming up in november i was looking at the schedule today um november, got- the official season opener november 8th right as you said I think against I think like November fourth they're playing against Mississippi College or something. Um, you know we'll get into it later. I think they they play at Memphis. They play Butler and Oxford. I want to say they have the NIT tip off. So there's there's some good games coming up uh, on that front. NBA is getting started this week. Is that right? I know the preseason's been going on. Um, hockey is going on. Don't watch any hockey. Don't know why I said that, but that's uh, that's a fact. Um, yeah, and we're in the thick of it, John. It's uh, all the, the time of the year when we got all the sports on.
1: We're sorry, China. Anything we ever did, we're sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, this podcast. Well, you know, I. Don't, I yeah, I stand with Hong Kong. I'll say that. I'm not afraid. Uh, I'm not afraid that armchair all Americans are gonna make us apologize to China. Whatever. If they do, fuck it. Who cares? I don't care. Oh, so uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? All right. That's it for this week, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Let's go